It's the wizarding world of Harry Potter at Universal Orlando Resort in Florida. these amazing places podcast this is show number 94 for the week of february 8th 2010 this is adam and here's doug hi everybody uh i've got contact information for you voicemail is 641-715-3900 that's extension 53056 you can also reach us by email at podcast at these amazing places uh let's see here you can also uh follow us on twitter uh, that is, what is it, twitter.com slash amazingplaces. Uh, let's see here. You can also uh, follow along with us and the stuff that we're doing on YouTube. And uh, what is that? You gave, gave a, a, a website. YouTube.com uh, slash theseamazingplaces. Okay, I figured we'd just throw that in there. Yep. A couple shows. Uh, let's see here. You also can follow along with us on Flickr and join up with our group and uh, show us some pictures of the places and the things that you're doing uh, throughout your life. And throughout your days and your years and like the winter storms that we're in right now there's probably a lot of cool pictures out there yeah that kind of stuff uh let's see here i think can't think of a whole lot else <laughs> sorry everybody i'm dragging here a little bit anyway it's been a long long weekend so far anyway uh uh i think that's it for contact information okay so on this week's show we are covering something new we've not talked about this place we're going to talk about universal studios orlando and about kind of the park layout and of course their new attraction and new land that they're uh, coming out with this spring which is of course the wizarding world of harry potter and it's a very popular thing and they're really hyping it up um and i was there a couple of years ago so we're going to talk about that and just give you our impression uh so sit back relax and have some fun Okay, so here we go. We decided we've got a lot to talk about, and just like when we did our first Disney show, we really had a lot to talk about, and kind of we had to split up the Disney stuff a lot. And of course, we really enjoy talking about Disney Universal. We've been to a couple of times, and I am definitely going to give my opinion on what we're going to talk about. Um, but hey, you know, Universal is just another park that's the, uh, it's yeah. a theme park in uh, right. Orlando. They have one in California, and in reality, I think. Disney and Universal are like the top two, in my opinion, yeah, parks are. that are out there for you to visit. in In terms of this, I mean, you can you can talk about the uh, so called amusement parks, and in my opinion, Universal and Disney covers a theme park. They are not an amusement park. There's a little bit more. Now there are differences between Universal and Disney. Maybe we'll talk about that a little. Maybe not. But uh, we definitely want to give you a feel for uh, more, more Universal Studios. Trying Florida, to yeah, so. give you a, a, an idea in case you've never been there. Uh, kind of get you to know something about the parks a little bit and what you can expect uh, if you think about going there. And then also, you know, the biggest reason also why we've chosen to do the show right now is within a couple months here, uh, Wizarding World of Harry Potter is going to open. So it's a good time to kind of make everybody familiar with it so that when you do begin to hear 
Uh, let's see, Super Bowl game coming up. Well, it's going to be over. By well, the time it'll be over done. by the time, yeah, but for us. The, so the commercial's going to run on there. Uh, so they are going to start advertising this pretty mm -hmm. heavy. And so when you see it on TV and your kids start asking you, if you hear this, you know, uh, then you're going to have some knowledge about it if you've never been to the parks. And it was about two weeks ago that they had that one ad in the USA Today paper. We forgot to mention it on the show. Yeah. But uh, anyway, it was, I forget what it was. But anyway, we saw this when we went to the uh, uh, AAA Vacation Expo thing. They were kind of doing this uh, talk. And, then, of course, Universal and Disney were there talking about stuff for people to go visit. You know, it's Columbus is a Midwestern city, and so they're trying to get you to go plan your vacations for the summer. So here. We're going to talk about okay. it, and We're Doug's got a list. So launch right into this. Uh, okay. Go for it. Actually, what Universal is, is it actually is two parks in, in one place. And so those two parks are the Universal Studios of Florida, correct? Yes. And Islands of Adventure. Yep. And so what we're going to do is take you into uh, uh, the Universal Studios Florida first and get you to know a little bit. Uh, what I'm going to do is kind of uh, give off uh, attractions in a certain order, and then the ones that Adam has been into, he's going to give some opinions on. Uh, give a little bit of insight, and then we'll move on. And we'll, we're going to hit a lot of stuff in this, so sit back and listen. There's probably a good chance that uh, we're going to hit what you're looking for. So here we go. Universal Studios Florida. Uh, first one I'm going to do is uh, feature uh, rides there that are rides and attractions for young kids. The first one would be uh, Shrek 4D. And if nobody's been in it, you've probably been in a 4D attraction. Mostly everybody probably listening out there has seen Shrek, so you kind of know what you're into here. Probably more like a, well, you know, I don't want to get too much into uh, Disney you know, I can, but Bugs know, Life and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's where you've got the 3D vision, you've got things going on around you, you've got lights and sound, and so the, the 4D, so to speak, is stuff within the room you're in is what's making things. Like actually on this attraction, your seat moves. So that's the 4D part of it. Anyway, go ahead. Okay, next we're on to Jimmy Neutron's Nicktoon Blast. Uh, my son I used did. to be big into Jimmy Neutron, so it was a cool, different sort of uh, animated cartoon kind of that was on Nicktoons at the time. So cool. other than that, about you know, I don't know anything more than that. Uh, we have Woody Woodpecker's Kid Zone, probably just a play area. That's what I'm thinking. I don't want to give too much on this. I mean, I could sit here and break it down I would and just read you say, off the description to everyone, but we're it, just yeah. going to keep going here. Uh, let's see, a day in the park with Barney. <laughs> Do I need to say any more? <laughs> nope. Uh, Curious George goes to town. Woody Woodpecker's Nuthouse Coaster. Woody Woodpecker seems to be a popular guy here, even though he's been around for a long time. Uh, Fievel's Playground, that's taken from Fievel and from a movie from some time back. And E.T. Adventure, which I think, have you been in that? E.T.'s yes. Adventure. Yeah, so have I. Go through your list, and I'll comment it okay. at the end of it. Uh, okay. Is that it for the kids? Yeah, that is it for the kids. Okay. I would say it's not necessarily those are just kids' attractions. Those are ones kids can go on. But I would say that the Shrek 4D is definitely one for the family to hit, and the E.T. Adventure is definitely one for the family to hit. Obviously, it is sort of a kid-oriented thing, but at the same time, Shrek is an, an adult movie, too. Now, I mean, out of all these, though, E.T. Yeah. E. is probably the most popular. So uh, it's going to be the busiest mm, out of that list. Uh, Shrek was pretty popular. Was it really? To, yeah, it's okay. at the front of the well, park. See, and I, re I mean, when see, I was there years ago, E.T. Yeah. was a brand new attraction. Well, E.T. is so. way off in the back of the park. So right. what happens is everyone sees Shrek and they're like, oh, Mom, I want to go see Shrek. And then you get in there. The queue is kind of cool on both there's, rides. There's a clue, everybody. Head the opposite direction. Take yeah. your kids go back to Go to E.T. Maybe e. hit first. Shrek on the way out or something. There you go. But uh, Shrek is inside, so Eric can just, uh, actually E.T.'s inside too. Although if the queue is long for E.T., oh, you gotta man. wait outside. Yeah, it's outside. That's so, what I remember um, about it. 
it was it was grueling. The, it's actually like two cues. I remember the outside and then the and inside, then inside, inside where, you're like where you standing in the forest. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah this, I remember just that. the lighting effects of yeah. seeing things. And you're not really in a forest, but just looking around. Is, no, but I mean they do a good job. Of those, theming it to where you really, I mean, it's kind of like you're there. It's again one of those things when I was a kid, and went, well, when I was a kid in high school, going into Pirates of the Caribbean, you look out into up and you just feel like you're outside, but you're really inside. Right. It's one of those illusions. Yes. So, okay. Not to mention the ride's pretty cool. So. All right, next we're okay. going to move on to action and thrill rides. And so, first, we're going to start off with the Hollywood Rip Ride Rocket. Which is a roller coaster. That's new. I didn't ride it right. when we were there. It wasn't open. Okay, the Simpsons ride. This is the ride that took over for Back to the Future, mm-hmm. which I was on before. And I know Back to the Future was really popular. So yeah. I'm still kind of amazed that it's gone and they put Simpsons in there. Uh, Revenge of the Mummy. Um, read that. Yeah, read that. Yeah. Okay. Men in Black, Alien Attack. Read that. Terminator uh, 2, 3D. Yep. And Twister Ride It Out. Uh, oh, and a couple more here. Jaws, which has been around, I remember that. Mm-hmm. And Disaster, which has Dwayne The Rock Johnson in it. I yeah. do remember that. Okay. So let's go over the ones that you've been on. Okay. All of them. <laughs> you have? Except for the Rip Ride Rocket. Rip Ride and Rocket, because it wasn't there when we right. were there. Uh, it, we were there in 2006. So, and oh no, Simpsons, because we wrote, it was Back to the Future back in 2006. Right. So, of course, I. It's a you 3D know. kind of simulator experience, huge building. Uh, I, it's got to be a lot like. I don't There's, think it's 3D, is it? Really? Well, the I don't one, know. I remember like being. I sat in a car like the Back to the Future car, and there were huge screens out in front of you. Yeah, but the, that wasn't the Back to the Future wasn't 3D. I don't know if Simpsons might be huh. now. I don't know. Anyway, okay, let's but, move. But yeah, you're. Let's go. Let's go through a couple of those. Um, Men in Black is you're shooting aliens. Target's kind of like if you compare Disney. We talk about Disney a lot, so I got to compare Disney. Men in Black is the little laser guns where you're shooting aliens. In Men in Black, it's so you're in like a car. Jaws is kind of like a points-based thing. Or are you just shooting aliens? You do get points okay. at the end. It's, okay. I would say very close to Toy um, Story Mania. Not okay. no the other one. Um, Buzz Lightyear. Oh, okay. Very very close to Buzz Lightyear style. Okay. Jaws is a lot like uh, Jungle Cruise, except you got an animal coming out at you. Or the Backstreet, Backlot, Backlot Tour. Backlot That's Tour. What I thought. Backlot Tour with Catastrophe Canyon for Jaws. Oh, no. No, not really. Okay. No, Disaster. No, that would have been, yes, Disaster. Disaster, yes. you're, yeah. yeah. Disaster, which is the new name now, it was called Earthquake when you were there. That's, That's exactly right. It's called Earthquake. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah, which, yeah. of course, is, simulates an earthquake. Um, but anyway, uh, it's it's not bad. You get to you don't really do much. I mean, you just sit in a car, you go forward, the earthquake happens, and then you go back and you get out of the car. And right. there, it's all simulating the movie rides. Mummy, man, Revenge of the Mummy. That's that's a um, pretty amazing roller coaster. It's a roller coaster, but uh, the effects are cool and they're shooting fire at you. It looks like fire. There's and no, it's, and it's so fast though that I mean, you can still see everything that's going on. It's because I'm thinking roller coaster, well, you're just blasting by things. It's so. not necessarily like. Hollywood, what you call it, um, Aerosmith oh, yeah, thing yeah. Rock from and roller coaster. Rock and Roller Coaster. It's not like that in a sense. You basically start off going to a place and then you stop. And then this like mummy thing comes out and it shoots you backwards. And so then it, so then you stop and eventually one point you're going forward. But anyway, because of that, you get to stop and look at the different scenery that's going on. And there's also, and then when you're actually going on the attraction, yeah, they're shooting stuff out and you can't really see what's going on because you're going so right. so okay. fast. But the fact, the mere fact that 
you do get to stop and you get to see a little bit of it is kind of a cool little thing. So, um, what else did you say? Twister ride out. You are just standing there and you get to experience Twister off in the distance. Is it it's, high winds and stuff like that? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't extreme, but it was kind of cool. Good effects, stuff like that. Um, yeah. And so, uh, Terminator. That's a great one. Yeah. It's a combination of real actors and 3D, and you're in an auditorium setting. It's it's a really cool, really it's cool good. attraction. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. That covers those. Remember now, everybody, we're still in Universal Studios Park, Orlando Park. Yeah. We're not in Islands of Adventure. There's yet, another one. So that's mm-hmm. coming up. Right. Okay. Family fun shows. Fear Factor Live. Beetlejuice's Graveyard Review. Animal Actors on Location. The Blues Brothers. Lucy, a tribute that's for Lucille Ball, for anybody who's as old as I am. Uh, Universal Orlando's Horror Makeup Show. That's I Love Lucy. It's from I Love yeah. Lucy, the TV show. Yeah, which is Lucille Ball. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> if you think I Love Lucy, the TV show, that's... Yeah. It's this, yeah. Did you go to that? No, but they were standing out in the street doing stuff. Okay. So I don't know if it's actual sit-down. You just... Okay. Actors in the street, so... Anything else here? You, um, give your, you know, we didn't really do. I mean, Fear Factor is going to remind we, you we of watched, doing gross things. We watched. Jumping. Yeah, we watched the Fear Factor thing, and right. they do video. At the time, they videotaped it and they put it on the TV show. So, okay. in fact, I, when it was on TV a lot, you, you could see it That's live from Orlando and all that stuff. Okay. So. Mm-hmm. All right. So, basically, those are those are shows. So everybody kind of knows what those about. Uh, those are about, and you can tell more just by the the name of them if you have any experience with. Uh, you know, Blues Brothers or Beetlejuice, things mm-hmm. like that. So Okay. Okay, that wraps up. Is you done with park. that park? Yep. Uh, while you look for the next park, I want to just say this park in general is themed as the back lot. It's basically like you're walking on the set. It's, it's be the movie very studios similar, lot, right? Very similar right. to Hollywood Studios and Disney where you this go is, and you like see the And that's New how York the one in California set. is set up. Mm-hmm. Right. Except so the one in California, you truly can actually go set. on yeah. the movie set. <laughs> exactly. Tour. Um, they don't have anything like that in this one. But anyway, that's what this whole Universal Studios Florida set of the park is theme like. So let's go to the other okay, one. Okay, Islands of Adventure. Oh, give us a – okay, do you have to cut through? You don't have to cut through nope. the one park to get to Islands, right? Nope. They're an independent park, which yes. we'll talk a little bit more about later. Okay, uh, we're going to start off with the same format here. Four young kids. We have the cat in the hat, one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. Uh, the High in the Sky Seuss Trolley Train Ride, uh, Caro Seussel, If I Ran the Zoo, Popeye and Bluto's Bilge Rat Barges, Me Ship the Olive, Storm Force Acceleration, Camp Jurassic, and Pterodon Flyers. Is that what that is? Yeah, I think that's it. Pterodactyl Flyers? Well, I don't know. That's how it was spelled. Was, oh, okay. I think it's Pterodon. Ter- I don't know. So, in case anybody wants to know, it's P-T-E-R-A-N-O-D-O-N, Flyers. Okay, I want to comment a couple. First off, you heard a lot of Dr. Pteranodon. Seuss things. thanks. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay. You heard a lot of Dr. Seuss things. There is kind of like a Dr. Seuss land, so that's part of it. Um, one thing that I really found really cool for kids in the Jurassic Park Journey Discovery Center, they actually show an egg hatching of a dinosaur. And it's real. It really looks real. I mean, obviously, it's an animatronic, but the fact just that... Just like Jurassic Park. Just like Jurassic See, Park. This is, and I, I didn't know this was there. Here, so when I read that, I thought, well, that's kind of cool. Now, here's how realistic it is. The eggs are on this little incubator thing kind of rotating around, and then you actually, like, 
when you see one hatching, he'll turn it around, and there was a guy in there that actually watches it. It's kind of like the doctor. Just like Jurassic Park. Now listen, once it pops out of the eggshell, he picks it up. It is completely detached from the actual incubator where it was. The, the dinosaur is still there making noises and stuff, and he walks back to the back and takes it away. And there it is. It's a hatched dinosaur, and you just saw it happen. It was pretty amazing to That's see cool. that. And for kids to see that, of course, they think it's just amazing. That's, so. <laughs> okay, so, so far that's so far that's, that's like the best description of something that I've heard. I mean, it's, yeah, it's that one's intriguing. It's pretty cool. It takes you a while. you got to wait, I think, every 15 or 30 minutes. Now, what about the Storm Force acceleration? Do you remember uh, it? Don't remember it. It just sounds like a, another storm thing, like Twister. But maybe not. Who knows? Well, I would think though it wouldn't be too scary as far as kids. Um, yeah, actually, i got to find a description here. You can go okay. on and uh, okay. copy it. Yeah, so, well, we're on, to, we're on to thrill rides next. And so I'm just going to hop through those. And if you find that, we'll just come back. All right. Thrill rides. Uh, the Amazing Adventures of Spider-Man. The Incredible Hulk Coaster. Dr. Doom's Fearfall, Jurassic Park River Adventure, and Dudley Do-Right's Ripsaw Falls. All right, so did you find anything on that? Yes. It's just a, it's just a thing that spins around in circles okay. and you're inside. I don't yeah. know if you've ever been to those crazy Gravitron things yeah, from the, the fair. Yeah, where the floor falls out from underneath. Yeah, that's you're... pretty much all it is. Okay, yeah. good. Well, that <laughs> helps me on that. So it's like a carnival ride. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, we'll leave that one. Okay, so uh, okay, we'll go back through the thrills again. Thrill rides are The Amazing Adventures of Spider-Man, The Incredible Hulk Coaster, Dr. Doom's Fearfall, Jurassic Park River Adventure, and Dudley Do-Right's Ripsaw Falls. All right. Cool. Okay. I want to tell you right now, Spider-Man is the most awesome attraction in Universal at I've all. I've heard this around. Um, it's 3D. It's... There's one point where you actually like Spider-Man climbs the building and you go up. Physically, you go up, but the 3D makes it look like you're going up much, much higher than you do. Well, then at one point you're falling straight down, like forward, and it you don't feel like you're falling, falling. Like it actually holds you back a little bit. But the 3D just so is like amazing. A drop in it. Well, it's it's kind of like a it's a moving. I don't even know so how. So you're to not just, dropping straight down. It's more like an incline that you're going down, maybe. Yeah. It's okay. an incline. You're not dropping straight down, but okay. the the images you're seeing is uh, a dropping straight down image. Okay. So it kind of confuses your senses. And at the same time, the car you're in is not a straight cart. It actually has like a pivot. Like at one point, you get up at the beginning, and then one of the guys jumps on your car, and it starts to shake like sideways, left and right. So it kind of makes it feel like there's like some weight to the car, like where it moves, rather than just like a car moving back and forth. So anyway, it's a very cool attraction. What about the Jurassic Park River Adventure? We never went on it, but it is a water ride, and at okay. the end, there's a big drop of water, and then okay, that's the so end of the ride. The water. So ride. I think it. I think. That I don't really know. Sounds like it could have been cool. So pretty sure there's just it's kind of a you know dinosaurs are coming out at you while mm -hmm. you're on the water ride, and then eventually you go over to the end of the waterfall. So okay, all right. So we're on the shows now, and we have uh, wow two. Yeah, think two, two. the eighth voyage of Sinbad and Poseidon's Fury. Poseidon's Fury, I did see a picture of it. And looked, yeah. The outside of it looked awesome. We did both of those. The Sinbad show is a lot like uh, maybe like an Indiana Jones stunt show type of thing, except with pirates and stuff, and the, it's Sinbad. And it's not Sinbad, the, the dude who's on TV. Right, yeah. no, they're you not the comedian. I mean. yeah. yeah, Sinbad the pirate. I know yeah, it's about. a pirate. 
Um, so it's kind of cool. It's a cool little kids thing. It's a big auditorium thing. Yeah, kind of amphitheater-ish. Big set. They're jumping off things and doing stuff like that. Poseidon's Fury is a really, really cool thing. Um, you end up going... I wish I had audio of this. In fact, if we go back, this, I'm going to get audio this of this. Is, yeah. This is a pretty incredible... Well, this is a, something that we, we really want to try to do at some point when we get onto Wizarding World of Harry Potter. This yeah. Is, I don't want to give this yeah. away, but the plot of the thing is you walk inside this like temple... And you're looking for Poseidon, so it's Poseidon I think. the God. Yeah. And uh, anyway, one of the entrances, one through through one of the tunnels into one of the rooms, is water. And you are water is encircling you completely, 100. Well, whatever you want to call it, uh, it's a tunnel, but water is going around you. So you are physically seeing water being shot around you, and you're not getting wet. I mean, there's a little bit of spray from it. But it is, it's just amazing. And at the end, uh, there's a point where the lights go out, something happens, and imagine, and you imagine, you are in a different room than where you entered, and you're not moving. And anyway, it's pretty cool. All right. Next. Okay. Actually, that finishes Islands of Adventure, other than, other than Harry Potter. Harry Potter, which the Wizarding World. Maybe we of Harry should Potter. say that. Harry Potter, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter has a land. It's being created right now. It's opening up soon. Only one ride from that original land is going to be used again, and it's going to be rethemed for Harry Potter. I so think you it can was give called, a little bit of a... Yeah, it's dragons. Uh, we'll get to it here in a Duel, minute. Duel of the Dragons yeah. is what it used to be called, or, or something like There's that. something pretty close to that even now. When we get to it, then you can give... We'll talk about Harry Potter and, and maybe a little bit here in so a second. Of course, so. since no one has written this or been involved in it, then... And, uh, yeah, at least you can give your opinion on the one attraction. Of course, you won't be able to give everything, but you'll know a little bit maybe about what the ride's like. Okay. So, uh, okay, has do anybody you, who knows anything, do you want to discuss some stuff about the park before we head in? I would like, where we, where you want to go into, Harry Potter now? Yeah. yeah okay, I would like Potter. to talk about City Walk at some point. Okay. When do you want well, to do that? You know what, let's go ahead and do that now. Okay. Yeah. Uh I just City Walk kind of goes along with the theme of the whole entire park thing. Um, City Walk is a lot like Downtown Disney. It's right. basically like that. You don't have to pay to get in. You do have to pay to get into Universal Studios and Island, Islands of Adventure. Um, it's called Universal City Walk Orlando. Uh, basically, it's got a shop of a lot of different things. Um, I don't know if there's anything written here or you have anything down. I can name of a couple things that I know that are no, there. I'm going to let you carry most of this because okay. I really didn't go um, into it a lot. Let me just name what I can remember right now. And I'm Okay, it's not the exact names, but uh, here's a big one. Hard Rock Cafe Orlando is in the City Walk. So while you... Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. Jimmy Buffett's... I just Mar wanted to say that real quick because I know I'll fine. forget. There is a NBA City thing or something. It's sort of just like its own little Kind of like the restaurant. ESPN zone? It's a lot... No, there is actually something oh, like that too. Really? Oh, no, not It's not ESPN because it's yeah, that's, that's Disney, Disney owned, but... Yeah. It's similar to that. It's got the NBA City, you know, the NBA themes and all that stuff. It's actually right next to Hard Rock. Then across the river is some more shops and different things. You do have to pay to get in some of those things. Um, it's a lot like what Disney used to do uh, before they closed down all of their little clubs of, like, the 80s and all that stuff. But anyway, uh, the other thing I think of, I lost it. Oh, NASCAR. There's, like, a NASCAR thing there, so if you're a big NASCAR fan... But you know what? You don't have to really pay to get in there. You can just go walk around. They have an AMC movie theater, just like Downtown Disney, uh, very similar. And um, yeah, that's pretty much the City Walk. Uh, if a you lot of restaurants, basically. Yeah, right? it's a lot of it's restaurants. A shopping and restaurant place. Mm -hmm. 
you know, downtown Disney, very similar. Um, if there's anything else I do want to mention, there are a lot of resorts around this area. Some yeah, we're going to get into those. We are. Yeah. So yeah, because I wanted to hit some of those so that people will know at least the on-site options uh, of where you can stay, and then some of the amenities to those. So and you want to hit Harry Potter before we talk about those? Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'd rather I'd like to wrap everything up with kind of giving everybody's prices of what it's going to cost, and I got the newest, the latest on prices that it's going to cost to get into anything okay. within the parks. And well, what it's you got the list, so let's just keep going. Okay. Basically, next though, I want to just read you something a little bit here about, uh, uh, you know, first off, let's set off here first by talking a little bit about Harry Potter, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. It is co-owned, correct, right, by no, Warner Brothers? No, it's just that, you know, not Universal. Warner Brothers, I don't think it's co-owned. The only difference is... Warner Brothers is the one who distributes and has the rights to the movies and the look of the movie, the actors, all that stuff. So Universal Studios is a different company in itself, but they are they are using the rights through Warner Brothers to be able to put it in their park. It's the same reason why Spider-Man, which is Marvel, is in Universal. You know, it's not the same company. In fact, now that Disney owns Marvel, of course, we talked about that a little bit. But anyway, that's what it is. Okay. So next. it's not its own separate thing. It's a part of the park. Okay. So, all right. Uh, and next, there is a map of this Wizarding World of Harry Potter online, right? Yes. And mm -hmm. you looked at it. It's yep. more like a, it's a kind of a pretty wild looking map. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, it flies you through the. It's three D kind of a thing. It's not. I mean, not three D. Two. You know, three dimensional. Uh, it's. Right. I think you requires flash. So if you have a high speed connection, you really works really well. It's really smooth. Um, but yeah, it's. I think the website is universalorlando.com, and if you just slash Harry Potter, right? Oh yeah, that's. It might get you the straight to that. Be in but if you go to universalorlando.com, it'll give you all this stuff that we're talking about now, right. including prices and different things, which okay. we will get to. So okay, I'm just gonna read a little bit here because they really. I mean, they do a pretty good job in one part of just uh, capturing what this place is about. Okay, up on entering. The Wizarding World of Harry Potter. The first thing you'll see is the Hogsmeade Station, where the billowing steam and the train whistle will convince you that you are in another world. And what I'm not sure about when I read this is train whistle, and so I wonder if there's a real train. I didn't see anything in the descriptions. That I don't the know train if it's a real really train, there. but I saw a picture of the one that's Man, out there now. Man, they should have the train. If they don't have it yet, they should get the train. Well, I, I saw me, the train, but I don't know if you have to right. ride it. Okay, located to the left of Hogsmeade Station is Zonko's Joke Shop. I don't know a lot about Harry Potter and the books. I've seen like the first movie, I think, so a lot of people this will mean a lot to, and so that's why I'm going to read through it here. Okay, uh, station is Zonko's Joke Shop and Honey Duke's Sweet Shop, where you can purchase jokes, gags, magic tricks, sweets, and candies. Making your way down the Wizarding World, you will begin to notice parts of the movie, like the Three Broomsticks Restaurant, which we'll talk about here in a little bit, which will be adjacent to Hogshead Pub. The Owlry is a village meeting space where the messenger owls relax before they are sent to deliver other messages. A unique interactive experience is Ollivander's Pawn Shop, where you will go shopping for a wand, which will perform realistic magic and more. Anyway, uh, I don't want to read and read and read here. Uh, I just wanted to kind of give a setup as to what you're walking into I and how I this thing looks. I should have told you a little bit, but the audio we're going to play has a lot of that stuff already. I mean, okay. I don't. That's fine. I know we watched it, but anyway, All right. keep going. Uh, okay, so uh, I don't. I don't want to read too much uh, into this. Uh, I know. Let's just 
Do you want to give the basic? Huh? Do you want to give the basic? Like there's uh, three rides. Well, yeah, no, I'll go through here. Yeah, I've got stuff here. Okay, the rides. Let's just go into the rides. I've got them down here. Uh, the rides are going to be the Dragon Challenge. Uh, and then I'll read you the description on this one. Choose either the Chinese Fireball or the Hungarian Horntail as both sides fight against each other in one act of the Triwizard Tournament. This ride is based off of the Dueling Dragons ride and has been rethemed to fit into the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Okay, this is the one you talked about. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, what was it like when you wrote it? We Did didn't. Write it? We didn't write it. Okay. Um, from what I could tell, it's a, it's similar if you think about. Well, I've been to an amusement park, Cedar Point. There's a there's a red car and a and a blue car, and you they race, race each it. other. Yeah. Yeah. It's similar to that, except I'm pretty sure the way that the car is seated, it's not like a sitting roller coaster on a track type of thing. If I remember right, I think you're flying overhead, like the bar is overhead, and you're you're um, on the car from the bar overhead. You know what I'm saying? Yep, I guess it's you. not a not a traditional um, roller coaster. Okay, next is Flight of the Hippogriff. You and your family can all ride this magical creature. The Flight of the Hippogriff makes you a student, and your professor is the one and only Hagrid. This roller coaster is a great experience for nearly everyone in your family. Harry Potter and... Oh, okay. That's it. That's it for that. I don't okay. want to go into the next I one. I think this one is going to be a traditional roller coaster from yeah. the from the pictures I've seen. And now, there's nothing out there, as far as we've seen, that it's just actually... It's going to be slower <laughs> than the others. Yeah. There, there's nothing out there that I've seen that even shows you this stuff yet, because it's not out. So nope. uh, No. We've seen pictures of the Hogwarts castle and stuff like that, mm -hmm. or Hogwarts. So... Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's move on to the next one. Okay. Hey, this one is actually the one that's talked about the most. And this that'll, this one will take place in Hogwarts Castle. It's called Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey. Cruise around every room that has been featured in the movies and the books in this ride. You will be put into the life of a wizard as you take a tour of the Hogwarts Castle. So. Cool. Uh, anyway. That, that That's the one, you know, I guess if anybody wants to see, I, I did look up quite a bit on this and... Uh, the attraction is going to be based on something on an arm-like thing that holds people in place, and it's built by a company mm -hmm. called Robomatic. And so if you just look up Robomatic, you'll see their stuff online, and it'll give you kind of an idea. I think you said it was basically two to two people can ride at a time I beside think each other. I saw some could, simulation. I'm sure they could always mm -hmm. set it up different. I mean, I saw some simulation thing that made it made me think it was based off this, but I'm not even sure that. that is actually going to be what the car looks like. They, right. you're, like you said, there might be four or six people right. per Right, and they can change arm. it to whatever they mm -hmm. want. But if you go to Robomatic, it'll give you an idea as to what kind of company this is and what you have to look forward to. Okay, we're going to go into attractions now. Uh, the first one is the Owlry. Uh, sit back and relax at the Owlry. The Owlry is a place where all of the messenger owls rest before and after they have been sent on a mission to deliver a message. You can also rest on some of these, comf these comfortable benches and seats as you watch the owl. Kind of reminds me of the uh, Tiki Room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in a weird way. Well, this so. is the place where, if you listen to the audio when we play it here in a second, the you can send a letter to anywhere in the United States or, uh, no, the world. It's postmarked out of there, probably. It's postmarked with the little stamp that comes from Hogwarts, and it's like the real Hogwarts symbol that makes you real feel like you got something from uh, the movie. Like in, in the movie, if you've ever seen the movies. so Right. Okay, next thing. Ollivander's Pawn Shop. An interactive experience where you can go wand shopping. As you step into the room, surrounded by dusty wand boxes, you are encouraged to test out the wands. Things will interact with your wand movement 
things will interact with, with your wand movement, proving that you have the power uh, of the magic on your side. Right. Yeah, I guess that could be kind of. If cool. you've seen the movie, could be kind of cool to kind of. Yeah, yeah. I think they're trying to simulate that where Harry goes in to get his wand, and the wand picks him. Him, and right. in fact, you'll hear a little about of that. In the audio you, as well. I'm sure as you do stuff with your wand, it's going to make things activate in the store. Mm -hmm. So that yep. that should be kind of neat. Okay, Hogwarts Castle. Enter the world famous Hogwarts Castle. This castle has been featured in books and movies, and you will be able to live the story. You will be able to see everything that has been featured in the movies. And the books, hands-on, especially if you enjoy the ride, Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey. So that sounds kind of cool, actually. And from what I understand, there's a lot of rooms in the movie that you'll be able it's to walk as, into. as if they so. took Cinderella's castle or the Sleeping Beauty's castle and opened it up more to where you could go into different rooms and yeah, stuff like that. exactly. And had an attraction in there at the same time. Yep. Okay, we're going to move then on to dining. Three broomsticks. This is part of the movie once again. Enjoy some of the finest British cuisine you'll be able to find in the Central Florida area at Three Broomsticks. The Three Broomsticks in the movie is the exact location you will be eating in as you enjoy your signature British dishes. You will also have a great experience knowing you're eating on the actual set of a movie. Now, I don't know what it is, but they talked about... Well, let's not go into it too far. I do know that uh, I was going to say something about this, but I'm not sure if they serve it in this place about the butter beer. Oh, yeah. So, uh, But I think that maybe, yeah, it's in the Hogshead Pub, mm -hmm. which is coming up. That's why I shouldn't have jumped ahead of myself. This is a counter service restaurant, too. So cool. at first, when I read the description, I thought, oh, good. Sounds like a restaurant where you sit down. Yeah, no. It's not. It's counter service. Mm -hmm. So, which I was kind of disappointed by. I mean, if you're just moving in and out, you kind of miss the... Yeah, I don't know the but ambience the, of the place. But it doesn't. That's not the movie. Right. They don't sit down like it. That's true. A, so. I know. I know. <laughs> Gotta keep. Okay. Okay. Next thing. Hogshead Pub. At the Hogshead Pub, muggles of drinking age are able to enjoy some of their favorite magical beverages. This is located directly to the side of Three Broomsticks, so you can enjoy a great dinner before or after your drinks. That's where they have the butter beer, which I have no idea what butter beer is, but. They say it's non-alcoholic beverage, mm -hmm. so even though it's called beer. Uh. I'll tell you this right now. People that have seen the movie will know. Muggles are you and me. We're muggles. People. Average. Yeah. Okay. No, average people. Okay. We don't have powers. We're not doing wand stuff. Oh, okay. That's what muggles are. There you go. So. Okay. All right. Next, we're going to jump into shops. Zonko's Joke Shop. Purchase some of the funniest jokes and gags from this shop located right next door to Honeyduke Sweet Shop. This is one of the very first shops you will see upon entering the wizarding world of Harry Potter. Let's just move on. Go ahead. I'm just kind of setting this That's in your fine. mind. And we don't want to talk about right. it. Well, Honeyduke yeah. Sweet Shop. Purchase some of the bizarre items featured in the books and movies, such as chocolate frogs with Honeyduke's Sweet Shop. This shop is also among some of the very first shops you will notice when walking into the wizarding world of Harry Potter. Uh, Dervish and Banjas. Uh, another shop which has the general souvenirs from the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. You can expect to find everything from t-shirts to magic wands at this shop. So that's kind of redundancy with the wands, but mm -hmm. whatever. That's probably where they get you right before you go back out of the park. Yeah. So uh, let's see here. And then I just throw some other information in here. Uh, that pretty much covers what you're going to see in the parks. This park is on uh, 20 acres. And it's, of course, as we said before, it's uh, 20 acres and it's within the islands of Adventure Park. Uh, yeah, its projected cost was was 235 to 265 million dollars, but I read somewhere else now that uh, they've actually hit uh, 310 million, mm. and it's still raising. Okay. So, 
I think now would be a good time to play the audio. We've been talking a lot. Yeah, let's I do that. I think this will go a good gap. Uh, this audio comes from the special features of the latest movie, which is Harry Potter and the Half Half Blood Prince. Um, it is on the second disc, the special features disc. Disc. Uh, you can see the. Uh, visuals of it as you watch it. We saw this when we were at the Vacation Expo. Here's some audio from it, and we'll just leave it at that and talk some more in a bit. You're a wizard, Harry. Harry Potter has come to hope. Gryffindor! I would come out of films when I was younger and absolutely just wish that world could be real and that I could be a part of it. Universal Orlando would like to invite you to the magical world you've always dreamed about. So many kids have said to me, I really wish Hogwarts was real. I want to go myself. A mysterious world of enchantment and adventure. A world where heroes must rise to the occasion. It's the wizarding world of Harry Potter at Universal Orlando Resort in Florida. You've read the books. You've watched the film. And now, for the first time ever, you can enter this world. It's amazing that people will actually be able to walk around all these places that they've seen in the films. The Wizarding World of Harry Potter and Islands of Adventure will be the place where the whole Potter experience comes to life. We can actually step into this amazing world and all the fans are just gonna, gonna love it, yeah. Welcome to Hogwarts! When they said that we're going to do a Harry Potter theme park, I was just like, oh my goodness. I'm very, very excited about it because there is nothing else like it in the world and it's going to totally blow kids away. We're building an authentic world of Harry Potter at Universal Orlando and uh, it's really important for us to follow the authenticity of the brand and the property. Through seven books and eight movies, it's really just a marvellous world that uh, was born from Joe Rowling's imagination. And to give us the ability to make it real is really exciting for everybody. JK really leaned back on the filmmakers and, and particularly on Stuart Craig, David Heyman, David Barron, who had brought her book to life. I think everyone who has been involved in this has really worked hard to get it right and take what we've done in the films and run with it. Stuart Craig in particular, who's vision of the world of Harry Potter has captured uh, the hearts of so many. Wicked! The philosophy of the movies has always been to absolutely be true to the spirit of the books. And the theme park is an extension of the movies. Alan Gilmore, who is an art director, is vital in ensuring that Stuart's vision is realised 3,000 miles away in Orlando, Florida. It was very exciting to carry the film design through to real architecture that will let the public experience the sets that we've been in for many years because they're so fantastic. You walk through the gate, you get to walk past the Hogwarts Express into the wonderful world of Hogsmeade. These visits to Hogsmeade Village are a privilege. There's going to be snow in Orlando, <laughs> which is pretty amazing. It's the character of Hogsmeade that it has these very, very tall roofs leaning, slanting, falling. You look at the shops, they're going to be authentic to what people have either seen in the films, heard referred to in the films, or read in the books. 
we've been able to design for the first time the interior of the three broomsticks. Our space is this same architecture, same finish. Everything about it is as genuine as possible. You know, even the food that one can order would appear on the, the menu for the Great Hall. I think there'd be, there'd be a lot of turkey and uh, all that stuff. I hope there's pudding. People will be able to experience the three broomsticks and then they'll be able to cross through into the hog's head and experience the hog growling and sniffling at them. You will be able to have butterbeer, which has a kind of the froth on the top. Joe Rowling was at a tasting of the butterbeer and loved it. The flavor of this is great. Real comforting and nice and smooth going down. And you get a mustache. The first thing I do when I get there, I'm going to go to the Hogshead Pub and order myself eight pints of butterbeer. It's not alcoholic and it's refreshing. Honey Duke Sweet Shop is brilliant. Honeydukes has all kinds of wonderful sugar-drenched substances in there which all just look fantastic and tasty. You know, stuff that you've seen for years that have mainly been eaten by Ron. And, uh, and his teeth are fine. So they have like chocolate frogs, every flavour beans, and some ones we haven't actually done in the film, like the uh, cauldron cakes. But there's also going to be stuff like treacle fudge which I've never heard of before, but sounds like it could possibly be the nicest tasting thing in the world. I still need a wand. We have Ollivander's wand shop, which is an exact replica of the movie wand shop. Every muggle in the world would dream of going into Ollivander's and, and for a wand to select a mouse. Give it away, Eve. It's a very interactive experience. The wand chooses you. There's a sense of destiny. It's so great that there's a wand waiting for you. I will be going to get another wand, but I'm fed up with my wand. Maybe one will pick me up. There's Zonko's Dope Shop. Some of the stuff they've got in there is uh, mind-boggling, so I can only imagine what fun will be had for uh, the fans to be able to walk into this magic shop. You can definitely see people walking around the parks with, like, the specs, specs on. And the, um, the extendable ears, extendable ears a wand in another hand. And it's just going to be one of those things, really, where it's not being seen anywhere else. The Owlery is a place where you can send a letter to anywhere in the world and it will arrive with a Hogsmeade postal mark on it, which is brilliant. It's a great-looking building, and uh, right alongside it is the post office. Imagine if you got a letter that was from Hogsmeade. You'd freak out. Everything about it will be magical. There's just so many different things that they've got planned for this world. It's going to be amazing. In the world of magic, witches and wizards aren't the only ones who possess great power. When you visit the wizarding world of Harry Potter, you'll discover this rather quickly. That is, if you're up for the challenge. What I love is that there are different rides for different ages. I'm particularly excited about all the roller coasters. The Dragon Challenge is one I'm very excited about because I like, I like a fast roller coaster. It's going to be great. Dragons! Come on, Harry. These are seriously misunderstood creatures. Dragon Challenge be the bigger roller coaster where you actually get to participate in one of the challenges from the Triwizard Tournament. Good day, champions. You'll walk through the champion's tent and see various kind of artifacts from the Goblet of Fire. And then you set off and ride. Well done, dragon! It sounds fantastic with the dragons and whatnot going this way and that. I absolutely love roller coasters, proper adrenaline junkie, so I'm looking forward to that. It has always been of immeasurable importance that the magical world be kept hidden from the world of muggles. 
but every so often the wizarding world reveals itself. That is, if you know where to look. Come on now, come closer. I got a real treat for you today. Flight with the Hippogriff will be a fun little roller coaster experience where you get to, to go on a training flight with a hippogriff. Say hello to Buckbeak. Flight with the Hippogriff is really centered around the care of magical creatures class. Before you get on the ride, you have to learn how to properly approach the hippogriff. Hagrid gives everybody instructions when they're waiting to get on about how to behave. Make your bow. Nice and low. You keep eye contact and bow, and then it will bow back, and then you're allowed to go on the ride. And then the ride is going to go past Hagrid's hut and past the hippogriff. It's just going to be there. It's something that really makes you feel like you're really part of the Harry Potter world. <laughs> it's always wise to expect the unexpected. Well, when entering Hogwarts Castle, it's not wise, it's essential for survival. You never know who you'll find or who will find you. And to those who dare the forbidden journey, I tip my hat and say, good luck. Hogwarts Castle is absolutely vast. It's this kind of immense structure towering over the entire village. It looks like a proper castle, which is fantastic. The biggest single edifice in that park is Hogwarts Castle, sitting on this huge cliff of rock. I think it should be absolutely jaw-dropping. The main ride, Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey, is in Hogwarts Castle. The ride is essentially a condensed form of the chaos of Harry's life. We are shooting an exclusive piece of film just for the ride, and that encompasses all of the kind of best moments from all the films. The queue itself is an adventure. Welcome to Hogwarts. There's lots of moving portraits, which is just going to be wonderful to see people's faces when a portrait suddenly starts talking. Amazing! You can actually see some of the setup, like uh, Defense Against the Dark Arts room, the common room, the Great Hall. And then to take off on this extraordinary ride. We've got the life-size Whomping Willow, and I've heard the spider will be <laughs> making an appearance in the ride, which I think I could have done without. As many people watching will know, Rupert is terrified of spiders. I am a proper arachnophobic, and I could have a panic attack. But I think he'll cope, I might have to hold his hand. <laughs> Offer him a bit of comfort. Can we panic now? The goal is to make every guest that's going to come to experience our ride feel like they've really entered the world of Harry Potter. What's been very rewarding has been the collaboration with the entire Warner's team and the folks at, at Universal. They are clearly the best at what they do. Thierry and his team have done everything to ensure that that experience will be a continuation and evolution of the experience people had at the films. But now you actually get to live it. Oh, cool. Everything about the world will make you feel like you're really there. It's going to transport you to another realm. It's just going to be like sort of stepping into the, to the books, really. The Wizarding World of Harry Potter has the potential to be a fantastic memory uh, that kids will take with them. That will be something that stands out in their minds for a long time. Okay, so hopefully that gives you a good idea. Again, you'll have to go get the DVD or rent the DVD, get the special features disc, and watch it, because there are visuals to go along with it, and now I don't want to make you fake you out here. A lot of the visuals are artist renderings. You don't really get to see. But there are pictures what, starting to pop up online. There, yeah, 
in that fact, people are taking. In fact, so. I'll tell you right now, there's several people who live in Orlando that have been giving us updates as to how far along each thing is. And, you know, like we saw the scaffolding that was around the castle at one point, and now that's all down. And so the Hogwarts castle is all ready to go. So let's talk about prices because while, yeah, this is great to talk about, is this really someplace affordable for us to go on vacation? Right. So take it away. Okay, Dave. park prices. One day, one park ticket is $79. That's adult. Braised, this too, is for an adult. Way, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, three day, one park is $125. That's online. You have to buy it online. Through so Universal or? Yeah, yeah, through their website. You can buy it online. Because, I mean, you can buy these through other people. Yeah, and probably that. I would say that they'll give you that price. I, I shouldn't say that for sure. But if you call their number. Yeah. Uh, which I think I have that in here, so we'll get to that. Okay. Anyway, so that's $42 a day on the three-day one park. One park. Uh, Four-day one park online is $135 or $35 per day. Now, if you want to do a park-to-park upgrade, uh, which allows you to visit both parks on the same day, for a single-day ticket, that's $30 for a single-day pass, which is basically $109. Mm-hmm. Or uh, they give you uh, to where you can buy on the four-day pass. Uh, you can add that for the park-to-park for $10 for each day. $10 a- additional. More. Yeah, additional. So roughly. Which is, what, $89 y- for each day, right? Plus, wait. Well, no, that's going to be less. What am I saying? Yeah, so if you're adding 10 more onto a four-day pass, that would be $175 for four-day pass. Okay, you can also buy two-day, two-park passes online for $135 and seven-day, two-park passes for $170 online. And when you say two-park passes, those are much like a park hopper. Disney has got that term, whatever, restricted. Park Hopper, you can go between the two parks without having to pay as many times as you want throughout the day. And, in fact, that's what I did when we were there in 2006. And uh, and I do want to put this up there. I found these. Uh, Seven-day, park-to-park, $170 pretty much for an adult. Uh, the base ticket, seven-day, is $160. So, you know, just a little bit more, and you've got the park-to-park hopping availabilities. And, of course, the seven-day you know it's just like the same old theme parks disney does this when you buy more you get it cheaper per day so did you want to keep going about okay you want uh no i just also want to give uh if you call them also it says something on their website about if you call them you can get these are limited amount annual passes for the year that's if you want to buy an annual pass right and, and universal's direct number is uh well you can call them direct at 888-322-5541 or 800-837-2273. Uh, let's see here. Oh, oh yeah. I, I, we'll get into this more, but I'm just going to throw it in quickly since we are talking about ticketing. Uh, that if you purchase a vacation package through them, you also can receive early admission passes, which mm-hmm. will get you into the park. That kind of hits up on ticketing. So yeah. I'd like for people to know about that. Uh, we started to get into this. Are, do you have any more? No. Okay. I, I just want to say this too. Um, we started to get into this and we realized there's a lot more to talk about and one show is not enough to talk about it. Uh, it's a lot like Disney where you can mix and match and stay on site, so to speak, and get all the, and plus stay dining plan. Get certain amenities we didn't talk about dining plan and all that stuff. Right. Um, but we're going to stop here. Pretty much. Um, there is one thing I do want to say before we continue, and that is questionable how long to get a park 
pass for this park, for these two parks, for the whole area there. In my opinion, it's my wife and I were walking around covering as much attractions as we could. We were there for four days. We had park to park hopper tickets. And by the fourth day, we were bored. We had covered everything okay, so, that we wanted to cover. But it took you four days to color, cover Islands of Adventure and the Universal? That's, well, that's what we had. And we were hopping. But okay. it didn't take us four days to cover. Okay. Two days to cover. Two days to cover that. Okay, and then, then if we add in the the uh, Harry Potter, Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Yes. See, you well, asked, you put it in a way, let me just say this. After four days, we were bored. We right. had covered everything we wanted to cover. We were like, okay, now what? Well, I guess we'll leave early. Um, if you want, and if you are two adults and you're just walking around like that, four days is probably good even with the Harry Potter, I would say. Four okay. days is a good ticket amount. Okay. Park to park. Now, you don't have to pay the extra park to park if you don't want to and just go to one, maybe buy a two-day ticket for two. Well, then it wouldn't be as well, cheap. Plus, at the same time, you got to think. I mean, if your kids are interested in the Harry Potter thing, mm-hmm. then basically just uh, take your take your kids there and mm-hmm. ignore the others. So. Yeah. So, anyway, there goes my phone once again because I forgot to turn it off. That's the second show in a row, I believe. Okay. <laughs> Here's Doug's ringtone. Ah. All right, so uh, anyway, I just wanted to say that because while the Wizarding World of Harry Potter has not really been out yet, we don't know how much crowd's going to be there. More than likely, a lot of the people are going to be there first. It may take you a little longer to get through the attractions and stuff. Um, But anyway, I would recommend a four-day. I'm not sure why anyone would want to spend seven days there. It's... There's not that much stuff to do. This place is not even close to as big as what Disney has to offer. Not saying it's, you know, it compares in worse terms like that, but um, I am partial to Disney. I'm a big Disney fan, but there are reasons for that. And Universal's not bad. It's really got a well, lot of no, things to offer. No, I think this offer, Harry so. Potter's a real step out there. Definitely. For them, so. And the Harry Potter movies are definitely something that is extremely popular, so. Anyway, it might it might tweak a lot of people to just be like, hey, you know, I've never been there. Maybe we should go now that they have a Harry Potter and, you know, our kids are big Harry Potter fans. So, okay, we're going to take a break here and we'll be back in a second to finish up the show. Okay, uh, so basically we've wrapped up a lot of stuff within the parks, information like that. Uh, at a later date here, obviously well before the uh, Wizarding World of Harry Potter opens, we're going to do a second show to this, a second part. In that part, we're going to deal with uh, on-site places that you can stay, prices on those, off-site places that you can stay. We're also going to show you the amenities of staying on-site uh, to the things you're going to lose by staying off-site. Uh, also transportation, uh, meals, dining plan, mm-hmm. uh, restaurants within the within the resorts, within the parks, stuff like that. So. We have a lot to cover, and while we try not to cover a whole lot of shows without audio, we just feel like the audio just actually brings you into the experience while we talk about it. Yeah, this show, technically, we don't have any audio. It was just from the well, this DVD. This is kind of like a first but, visit show. Yeah. A first it, visit to the park. So. Exactly. And so we're going to continue that with a second part. Eventually, we might end up going to this Harry Potter, and we'll, of course, then do shows on it, much like we do Disney. But since we've spent a lot of time at Disney, we love to do Disney shows and stuff. That's how it works out. Anyway, so be looking for us to talk about Universal Studios Orlando and the parks and all that in the future. For now, next week's show, we're coming up on President's Day. As many of you know, the Hall of Presidents over at Disney World was redone, of course, with the new president. 
President Obama. Um, they also did a refurbishment on a lot of the technologies. So we will be talking about that. We have video and audio. So next week will be a fun-packed week. Um, but other than that, I just wanted to say there it is. Look forward to it. And uh, hopefully you enjoy the Universal Studios stuff. Uh, we don't talk about it a lot. Well, we've never talked about it. So it's another another thing to hit on our uh, locations of our of our virtual map in our heads of where we've hit places and, and shows and stuff like that. So, okay. Well, thanks a lot for listening. Do you have anything to say? No, man. Anything no, to say? I'm, you're like, you're, I'm, no, I'm no. you're on I, the I next thing. I was to kind of do this show, so it was, it was good to get it out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Th- I'm kind of, yeah, uh, intrigued by whether Universal can step it up here mm-hmm. and, and start to make, actually, I think a pretty incredible park. Yeah. So, I'm, you know what? I'm just going to say it straight out. I've been a little bit disappointed by some of the Disney stuff. Lately, and I know it works well into numbers and stuff like that. They're going with the numbers to what works, uh, but the Nemo stuff and the Stitch stuff, I just always feel like they can do a lot more. There's a lot more out there. They can get a lot more depth into it. And I understand they're going after kids, but at the same time, if Universal does this right, they really could capture an audience. And I don't see that in the rest of their parks, okay? But this, this one little bit there, I think they could capture an audience. And don't get me wrong, Doug is still a Disney fan. No, no, no. He's just talking. He's yeah. just talking like that because this is what we talk about on our drives right. back and forth to work right. all the time. So, so I just wanted to throw. He that is in there. still a big fan. Don't. I don't want to. I want to tell yeah, everyone. Don't send that. me hate letters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want to yeah. tell everyone that because you don't know Doug personally. I do. So there you go. Um, also, I want to say if you love the show and you liked us talking about Universal and you have more to offer, again, send us pictures. Get and on if you our guys flicker. are going, some people have already got trips scheduled to yep. go. And, so I'd like to hear about that. And we'd love to hear what you thought about us talking about Universal. And, uh, yeah, so there it is. Hope you have a great week. Hope it's a lot better for you. We Hopefully are you're not in, digging yourself out of yeah, snow. Yeah, well, like what do we have, 14 inches of 14 snow 14 inches, here? and we Something. have another storm coming, I think, yeah, in a few so days. Yeah, so it's been a little crazy around here for us, digging out a lot of stuff. Doug, Part of Doug's job is doing that, so he's been up all night long, and here he is. So. And I didn't talk any more ridiculous than what I usually do. So what does that mean? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Awesome. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. See you, everybody. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by theseamazingplaces.com. Copyright 2010. Thanks for listening. Goodbye, sir. Have a great evening. Thank you. You do the same. You are a nice hero, aren't they? Uh huh.